0: You're now experiencing the AJ Nashville podcast, real people, real problems, real, real success, success stories. stories. Hey guys, Alex here, ajnashville.com. This is episode 52. I want to give a big shout out to our show sponsor, XM Wheels, Be sure to check them out. Now, we are here with our friend, Mr. Tony Wood from Exit Realty. Thanks for stopping in, Tony. Thank you for having me, Alex. Yes, sir. So, real estate agent um, here in Spring Hill, Tennessee. Obviously, you deal with purchasing of homes, selling a home, things things like that, but that's not why you're here. Obviously, you're here because you did something kind of extraordinary uh, back when we were looking for this commercial property. You did help me find this commercial property. I want to make that clear. But you had a post, or I'm sorry, a text message that went pretty viral pretty fast. Tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, it was uh, pretty crazy. So basically what happened was I changed my phone number to be a local number so I could help people out here in, you know, middle Tennessee. And in February, I got a text from a, I would assume, high school age girl in a formal dress. And it was basically two pictures of her in that dress. And I assumed that she wanted to know, you know, what I thought of the way she looked. And I told her, I said, hey, this is I'm obviously not the individual that uh, you were (laughs) intending to send this to. And unfortunately, my wife is not available to give her opinion. So I went and I asked the kids. I had five of my kids there and I was like, hey, guys, what do you think? And they said, wow, she looks stunning. So I took a picture of them giving her two thumbs up sent that to her and, uh, said, you know, we think you should get the dress.
0: Awesome. So, and that was a complete stranger. Just so we're clear.
1: Yeah. You didn't know the
0: person. You'd never talked to the person before. It's just boom, check out this dress and, and oozing out of support, you know, from, from your family, from yourself. Uh, did you get a response back?
1: No, actually, you know, she never responded. So we didn't even think anything of that. And then like a month later, somebody posts in my son's uh, Facebook page and they're like, hey, you know, your kids are going viral on Twitter. And I was (laughs) like, "Okay." So I went over and I uh, checked it out and, and I made a post on my Twitter account to her account. And I said, hey, you know, this is pretty awesome. You know, you're making my kids go viral. Somebody on my son's cancer page let me know about it. And that's kind of where things went crazy because it already had 18,000 likes and Mm -hmm. 2,500 retweets. Right. But this guy from India, um, he actually went and joined my son's cancer page. Mm -hmm. And then he linked the GoFundMe account that we had there to that tweet. And so a couple days later, we had like 709,000 likes or 704,000 likes and 179,000 retweets. Jesus. And uh, as of today, there's been over $50,000 donated to the GoFundMe account.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Now, some people may have missed this, but you said your son's cancer page uh do you care to i don't want to dig obviously like we talked about before but do you care to elaborate on that or
1: no yeah absolutely so um i used to live in missouri actually and i sold cars out there and i did really well but i actually had um we had a challenge in 2015 the end of 2015 my mm-hmm. son who was 4 years old at the time was diagnosed with leukemia Jeez. and so uh you know obviously that presents its own challenges and um Really, when it really sunk in, what we were dealing with was in March of 2016. Uh, literally, it was like a month after he was supposed to be in remission. Well, he was in remission, it was a month after he was in remission, right? Um, we almost lost him, wow. he ended up getting life flighted, and so that's when I realized I can't afford not to be there, right? So that's kind of how I got into real estate, actually. I, I, um you know, if you're not there to sell cars, then you unfortunately can't do a whole lot with that. And I had to spend a lot of time in the hospital with my son, right? Because I wasn't not going to be there, you know. And
0: yeah, of course, but it, you still have to provide. Exactly. You have a family. You said five, right?
1: Well, no, we have six children. Uh, there six. were five there for the picture because okay. he was actually at a chemo clinic whenever she sent the text. Gotcha.
0: So six kids plus a wife. Any animals on top of that? No,
1: no, <laughs> I was <gonna> say, six, <laughs> six kids are enough animals.
0: Of, right. <laughs> I've got two. And let me tell you, they're, they're insane. So you find yourself in Missouri. Now you got to Tennessee somehow. What brought you to Tennessee?
1: Uh, Well, like I said, you know, if you're not there to sell cars, then you're not making enough money. Right. And that created kind of a financial challenge for us. And so we were actually kind of in a bad spot. We were pretty mm-hmm. much tapped out and I um, didn't know what I was going to do. And I have a good friend who lives here in town. Uh, we've been friends for like 14 years. Wow. We wanted to be business partners for a long time and work together in, in some sort of industry. And so um, he actually invited me into his home mm-hmm. to get back on our feet And so we moved out here. We got back on our feet. I got my realtor's license. And, um, you know, really, to be honest, this whole Twitter situation is what kind of catapulted us back onto our feet. So now that's given us a cushion for me to go out there, do my job, take care of my family and not stress immediately about the finances. I can push hard and work hard and do what I got to do.
0: Right. Well, and that's one thing. So I want to make it clear to those that are listening. So you say catapulted it on or catapulted back to your feet. Now let's be clear about something. You're not using that money to pay your bills. You're also hustling. You're one of the hardest working uh, real estate agents that I have the opportunity to work with. Uh, You're committed to success, which includes doing things that most people would be uncomfortable doing now. Obviously, being in the car business kind of frees up some of that, you know, the uncomfortable feeling and not wanting to up a new person, as, as they call it in the car business, <laughs> right. or I think that's what they call it. No, it
1: is. <laughs> um, so,
0: you know, it's, it's different because you're able to make cold calls. You're able to text message, do the follow-up, all things, which I'm assuming you learned from the car business, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So you've learned those things, but you, you still do it on a day-to-day. You and I had a meeting last week, and you basically said, hey – can you share some things with me to help me build on my business and my social media presence and everything else? Which is how this whole thing came about. But the thing was, is it's one thing to sit and talk with somebody and say, hey, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then you sit there and watch and they do none of it. You immediately started implementing the things that we talked about, which says to me that even though you got help to get back on your feet, you're not taking the easy route. You still know you have responsibilities. You're doing the things that a man would do in order to provide. And that's very admirable. You know, not only are you helping your family, but you're also helping people get into homes, which is also admirable in itself. So how's your son doing at this point?
1: Uh, he's doing really well. We, we got some challenges going on uh, in his lungs right now. Mm-hmm. We're not really sure what's going on, but his next uh, chemo clinic, they're going to do something called a bronchoscopy because uh-huh. uh, they're concerned that he may have pulmonary embolisms. Um, wow. It, he's got a port in his chest, and um, at the end of the port, there can be something called a fibrin sheath, which is basically a blood clot that grows on it. Uh-huh. And normally, you can put some medication in there and clear that up, but uh, their, right. their concern is that his are breaking off and going into his bloodstream. Oh, wow. And so we got to make sure that that's not happening. If it is, we may have to put him on blood thinners, um, or wow. we might have to pull the port out and do some other—start uh, doing all his treatments intravenously we We've got some potential decisions to make here in the very new future. But actually, you know, I did want to go back to that, and I appreciate the kind words. I really Mm do. Um, But the other thing I want to say is I'm actually taking work at a different perspective. So, you know, the way I've always worked in my life, I've always worked hard, you know, because I've got a lot of mouths to feed. i got a lot of people to take care of. Absolutely. And that's still the case. But, um, you know, we've received – a lot of grace and assistance and blessings during this whole situation. Mm -hmm. And, and it's really motivated me to be a blessing, right? I don't just want to go out and make money for my family. And I don't just want to help people just want to help people find their homes. I also want to, you know, make, be an important part of the community. I want to get out there. I want to do things to help out. And I want to make my entire business about that. Um, I'm actually in the process of talking to Vanderbilt. Uh, they're supposed to be calling me back very soon, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to look into you know setting up a system to where every time I sell a home, a portion of my proceeds will actually go towards
0: um, children's cancer research. Wow, yeah, and that's awesome. That's you know we get back to like we said, you do things differently. It's not just about you. It's not just about necessity. It's about helping other people out there. Um, I was fortunate to be a part of a poker run here recently with the Team Andy Rose Foundation. Dr. Ross Robinson spearheads the whole thing. His daughter had leukemia when she was younger. Uh, just an excellent, excellent thing to be a part of. And a lot of local business owners that I know are a part of that as well. So hopefully I can reach out to him, maybe see if there's a way that you guys can get involved with each other and see what you can do, obviously, to kind of team up and, and help fight this thing. I mean, let's face it, you know, there's nothing worse I know how it feels when my kids are just sick, runny nose and not feeling the greatest and whining and everything else. I couldn't imagine being in your shoes. And I don't say that out of pity or sorrow. I say that out of true compassion as a parent. You know, as a parent, I think we realize things that most people don't. When your dog gets sick and you're a single guy, it's, oh, he's sick, but I'm still going out tonight. When your child gets sick, it's a completely different ball game. I couldn't imagine going through what you're going through. and The, the amount of strength that you show by doing so is amazing. Now, you and I talked last week about giving back and doing some of the things with the community to, you know, help and and kind of do the things that we do because we take from our community by putting people in homes or financing or whatever it is that we decided to do for a living and giving back is a huge thing. And I can tell that you're very into the desire to do so, you know, and, and at the end of the day, there's there's this. You could sit and feel sorry for yourself and say, why me? Why my family? Why my son? What did I do wrong? Or you can do what you're doing, take charge, and figure out what you can do to solve the problem to make sure other parents don't have to go through this. It's amazing. It's it's a lot of work, six miles to feed. Jesus, dude. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but my hat's <laughs> off to you. I look at, I have three, basically. I have two, and then my girlfriend's got one. And, you know, we have two dogs, so it's kind of like five kids in a way. Yeah, Except when true. two of them don't listen, you're like, get in your cage. <laughs> Not the dogs, but the kids. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I was just going to say the same right, thing. exactly. <laughs> kids, get in your cage. <laughs> um, uh, that's probably a touchy subject with everything going on in America <laughs> right. right now. Oh, but <laughs> good point. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave it as that. Um, but you, that's the way I was going. But anyways, you know, so – doing the things that you're doing with the open mind, the open heart of giving back with wanting to be a part of something bigger. You're kind of doing to uh, cancer patients what I'm doing with veterans. And that's just giving back and saying, you know what I take, let me give. And this is something that you believe in. And, And absolutely astonishes me to see something so great Happen, And I, I hope that this is something that goes well in any deal that you and I do together, I'll donate a portion of what we make off the deal in order to help with that. We'll do a portion oh, awesome. of it into your name just to help, just because it's not about the money. The money is the perk of doing what it is that we do, but it's also about the accomplishment to give back and saying, you know, what? we've done something to give back. You know, so that's an amazing part of it as well. So son's doing a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, family life and everything. I know that the family kind of struggles when you're spending time in the hospital and away and work and everything else. Are the family going okay? Everybody there happy and I mean, how's that that life going? That's going to be different.
1: Well, the good news is kids are pretty resilient. Yeah. So um, that's actually one of the things that a lot of people don't realize. And and even us as parents, my wife and I, we didn't realize how much the other children were being impacted. Yes. I mean, you know, obviously they're concerned about their brother and things of that nature. But... You know, it, it was it was really insightful because we had one of our children, we, we had some concerns, you know, we were like, mm-hmm. let's let's have them talk to a professional. And so while we were doing that, you know, what we were like, let's go ahead and have a couple of the others talk just to see. And I won't say which, but one of our children, I was just sure, was totally fine, you know, right. And went in to speak with the professional and the professor. All happy-go-lucky talking and things of that nature. And the moment the professional asked the child how they were doing, this child just broke down sobbing. Right. And and it was like, and when they came out and told me that, I, I just, like, I was awestruck. I was like, I had no idea how much she had been impacted and was hiding that, you know, because she didn't want to be a burden. Yeah. And so it really is. It's a whole family fight, you right. know, and and it's it's, but... The good news is we have some pretty amazing kids and mm-hmm. and not only are our other kids resilient but you know Keisler has an amazing demeanor about himself as well. I mean he's he's very very happy, very rambunctious. I mean sometimes you got to calm him down.
0: You know it's like, right. "Hey, don't go crazy." You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you've got a port in your chest, you right. know, so. You got you got to <laughs> relax a little bit. Um, but that says a lot, you know. It, it's typically the strongest ones that have the hardest mm-hmm. time. And and we don't realize that as people because we look and we say, okay, this person over there, they're doing fine. They're strong. They're smiling. They're having a great time. But deep down inside, things are eating them up. And so it's very important that we recognize that. And I'm glad that you were able to see that. Um, not saying that that's something that you should have seen before, but it's something when we have so much going on, we don't necessarily see yeah. things like that. <coughs> Excuse me. I apologize. Jeff. I think Jeff got me sick last <laughs> week, so... <laughs>
1: It's not good. No, it's not.
0: (laughs) Especially when you have kids at home. And and in your situation, obviously, you don't need to take any kind of sickness or anything away and take that to your children. But that's why we're pretty sterile here. We like using the hand sanitizer and everything else. This way we're not infecting other people around us. (laughs) So let me ask you this. Out of this whole thing, what's one lesson that you think you've taken from this that's helped build you – just as an individual, you know, there's learning lessons and everything that happens in our life. And I'm assuming that there's one thing that you took and you said, you know what, this is really what's helped me grow inside or something like that. Um, can And not to put you on the spot, I guess I should have <laughs> asked you about this before, but can you think of one thing on the top of your head that's really just changed your thinking or the way you go about things in life? Uh, you know, Really,
1: there's a ton of examples I could give you and a ton of things I've learned from this situation. Right. Uh, you know, the goodness of others, the, the the kindness, the caring, the compassion that strangers can provide to you. But really, I want to say just because I see it a lot, mm-hmm. um, the biggest thing I've learned is that self-pity gets you nowhere. Right. Because— Um, And and I get it. Believe me, you know, I'm saying this because I was experiencing it. You know, Mm -hmm. it it is something that will drive you down. It'll drag you down. It doesn't benefit you. It doesn't benefit your spouse. It doesn't benefit your children. It doesn't benefit anyone around you. And, And in the end, you know, all you have to do is just recognize that you can overcome any situation set before you. Right, right. If you're willing to stand up. Dust your knees off, brush your shoulders off, and just say, you know what? Life's tough. I took a shot to the face. Now's the time to keep moving forward. And – just having that mentality of, I'm not going to let this push me down, I'm going to keep going, right. that can change your entire world. I mean, your your whole motivation, your strength inside you will change and be brighter, and you'll meet amazing people. I can tell you, if I had the demeanor I had a little bit ago, mm-hmm. I probably would have never met you. Right. And, and I really appreciate the friendship that we are cultivating here, because I really do believe that uh, you are going to be a very positive influence in my life and... Um, not just my life, but also my business, you know, going forward.
0: Well, and I hope to be, and I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. You know, the biggest thing at the end of the day is like you said, we get knocked down and as human beings, we get knocked down a lot. And it's a matter of, Hey, am I okay with just being where I am right now and being knocked down and and slowly brushing myself off and slowly getting up and then pursuing the same thing that I've been pursuing? Or am I going to get back up and say, you know what? that kind of hurt that kind of sucked but i still have all this other stuff to live for and i still have all this other stuff that i want to accomplish and all these other dreams that i want to achieve there's one thing i know and, and going back to what you're saying about that knocking your you know getting knocked down and everything else i've been through things in life where i look at and i look back at the past i'm like i can't believe i am where i am right now and i think that as human beings it's instrument instrumental that we work together to improve each other. There's talents I have that I can use to improve you and vice versa. Nobody's great on their own. I can't do this on my own. I, I, I could have a podcast by myself, but how boring would it get to, to listen to myself speak <laughs> 50 episodes? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's good to have people that you can grow with. And most of all, it's good to have people that have the same mission as you do. When we talk about giving back to the community and doing some things, to help out, that tells me that the people that I surround myself with are the right people. And that's the people that believe in the same things I believe in. And ultimately, that's what's important in life, you know, regardless of of what level we do it on, whether you're a person listening to this podcast and you just got into a, a full time job after being laid off for years, or maybe you're a CEO of a giant company or whatever the case may be. The fact of the matter is, if we have the same mission in mind and the same goals, we're all equal. You know, there's no question about that, um, and that's one of the things that I, I want to kind of end with is the fact that, you know, we can do anything that we set our mind to. Now, there's some things that that stop us and prohibit us from growing as quickly as we'd like to, but I don't think your idea of building your real estate business or anything else has stopped due to the fact that you've now moved and you kind of went through some hurdles and everything else. If anything, it's grown more. Am I? Kind of right by saying that? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Absolutely. That's awesome. So, and I can see it in you. Like I said before, there's a difference when you sit down with someone and you ask them, hey, what's your why? Your why is not a fancy car. Your why is not a big house. Your why is what it should be, and that's your family. And every time I talk to an agent, I say, what's your why? And they say, because my family, blah, 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 whatever comes after my family, that's a superstar right there. When they start and they say, well, you know, I want to go on vacations and I want to do this and I want to do that. That's I'm not saying that those people aren't successful, but when it's family first and people first, that's when you really see people blossom. So I want to kind of wrap it up with this. Now, if I'm looking to purchase in this area, how could I reach you?
1: Okay, yeah, absolutely. So uh, anyone that would like to you know, sell or purchase a home in this area or even rent, uh, they can call me or text me at 615-275-6262 or they can email me at TonyWood, that's T-O-N-Y-W-O-O-D at ExitRealtyKing.com.
0: You know, you should do a branding thing like Tony Wood. Except Tony W O U L D. Yeah, like that's a good idea. I, I don't know if I'd buy this house, but Tony would. And <laughs> we were like talking that. about the branding the other day that it would just be a great catch line, you know, do you buy your home with Tony Wood? Or I don't know, we can get into that later. That sounds great. But uh, now, do you do rentals as well? Because I see a lot of people online and they say, you know what, I can't buy quite yet. But I'm looking to rent a house and people have to have a place to stay. Do you can you find rentals for people?
1: Yeah, uh, we do have somewhat of a limited selection sometimes on the uh, multiple listing service, the MLS. Right. Um, But when I've encountered those situations where I can't find something on the MLS that's going to work for my client, what I'll do is I will actually I'll go to outside sources, um, Mm -hmm. tap into hopefully private landlords on Facebook and certain groups, um, go to Craigslist, whatever I need to do to help that individual out.
0: So you're, you're willing to go above and beyond, and I know in the state of Tennessee that people aren't typically compensated based on that, um, and that speaks a lot for what you are as a person and the things that you want to do. Um, hats off to you once again. If there's anything I can do or we can do here in my office to help you out, please feel free to always reach out to us. Listeners, I'm sure if, if you're going through a similar situation or anything like that, Tony would be a great inspirational person to follow be sure you do so. Also, check out some of his, his – your car videos, dude. They crack me up. <laughs> so if you, <laughs> <haven't>, <laughs> have, if you haven't sent a friend's request or creeped out Tony's uh, Facebook, be sure to do so. He's got some awesome car videos, some very innovative things that he has out there. So once again, I want to thank our sponsor, XM Wheels. at ex- It's Xmutterwheel.com. I want to thank everybody else for tuning in. We hope that you have a great week. Set those goals. Set them high. And we'll talk to you on Friday.
1: Thank you for tuning in to the AJ Nashville podcast episodes air Mondays at six and Fridays at five. Thank you for your ongoing support. Please subscribe.